Creatio is a global vendor of a no-code platform to automate workflows and CRM with a maximum degree of freedom. Millions of workflows are launched on our platform daily in 100 countries by thousands of clients. Genuine care for our clients and partners is a defining part of the Creatio DNA. Creatio offerings include the no-code platform Studio Creatio, CRM applications for marketing, sales and service, workflows for 20 verticals, and marketplace add-ons. Learn more at creatio.com. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. The democratization of technology is on its way, and Creatio is helping that vision come true through enabling a wider population of people help themselves with automation through no-code. Hi, I'm Yikeng Yang, Digital Media Design Specialist at CUNA. On this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, I speak with Andy Dovgan, Chief Growth Officer at Creatio. We get into topics such as what no-code is, the democratization of technology, and how no-code benefits credit union employees and members alike. Enjoy. Andy, welcome to the Key News Podcast here. We're very happy to have you on. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do at Creatio and what uh, Creatio is all about? Uh, yes, I will start with uh, Creatio, and uh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I really, really uh, love what you guys do and uh, follow Kino uh, Podcast. Uh, so Creatio is uh, a vendor of uh, a no-code platform to automate workflows and member engagement. And we work a lot with credit unions. So the key concept is no code, uh, which means that we enable a non-technical people, uh, business technologists, to participate in automation of processes and building of applications for them to increase member experience and actually drive credit union business uh, forward. And my role is chief of growth. So I oversee number of uh, functions that are kind of go-to-market supporting functions, including everything brand development, demand generation, sales enablement, PR, AR, like all that supports our aggressive growth across financial services sector and horizontal as well. Hey, thank you so much. So what recent changes have you noticed in the financial sector and what challenges do these bring? I think there are lots of changes that we can identify. I think that we, like overall, we see that the financial sector recovered from the pandemic quicker than expected. And that actually also created a lot of interesting trends and dynamic within uh, customer expectations. We now see that customers or members for credit unions have uh, really high expectations. And sometimes they even have Amazon-like expectations from their financial services institutions. And that certainly was pushed by an expansion of digital and remote capabilities during the uh, pandemic times. We also see a lot of new opportunities that are opening up. And also we see incredible expansion of digital and everything related to automation, right? Because if we think about the key differentiations for uh, credit unions and for regional banks, of course, you, ha- you need to manage those relationships with your members and you need to maintain, maintain this intimacy in uh, those relationships. But in the meantime, the products are quite the same. So the way how you can differentiate is by giving this experience, personalized experience, and using technology to enable and support this 
experience. I think that credit unions uh, across the country do a great job with understanding their members, supporting their members, but not all of them really connect that member experience with digital tools. And you have to have the synergy to really uh, be very successful on the market. Because if we look uh, on the data, right, so we look at regional banks, so look on uh, credit unions, around 3% of uh, credit unions disappear on an uh, annual basis, around 5% of regional banks disappear, and majority of them do that, and lots of that is coming through acquisitions, because they cannot compete with those larger, more equipped, stronger players in the market. Yeah, I definitely agree with the sentiment that the pandemic has really gotten everyone used to those digital services, and now uh, one expects that out of anybody, including credit unions. So I'm sure yeah. you and everyone at Creation are helping credit unions doing that. Yeah, I never used a food delivery before before the pandemic. You know, I, I thought like, why wouldn't you just go to a restaurant or shopping? But now it's a very different story. Yeah, me too. I, I used to, I, I'd never used Grubhub before, before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and I used it a few times too. So Now I have like five apps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you talk about the, the principle of achieving more with fewer resources in the context of digital transformation within credit unions? Yeah, and I think that's a really interesting question because if we think about credit unions, right? So by the nature of uh, their business, they, they are not the most resourceful organizations on the market, right? So they have to be efficient. They have to provide value to, to members, which results into them having less IT resources, less developers, and less budgets for automation. And then if you think about like investments done by larger banks, the question appears like how you being a regional credit union can compete with those larger behemoths and be successful. And that's where the no-code concept comes to play. And that's the reason why we actually we're seeing tremendous success within this industry. Because we change the way how, and we, we, we think that we change the way how we enable credit unions and financial services institutions to achieve results, but not just throw in development resources into the mix. And we do that by enabling non-technical people, people that understand processes, to participate in automation. Like, for example, if this is a team that oversees member experience, let's say contact center, we can take process analysts or other people that understand how process should be done, and we give them tools that are very simple, intuitive, that are drag and drop, and they will assemble an application or a workflow for themselves with limited participation of IT. So what it does, we approach that from a technology democratization point of view. So you give technology to a much wider population of people, and uh, you enable them to help themselves. And with that, even though you can have, I don't know, 10, 20 developers, you can triple, quadruple this number very easily by democratizing the technology. And the, the best example that I love providing to explain this concept is the concept of like taking pictures using uh, iPhone. When I was a kid about uh, 30 years ago, my father was taking pictures of me and he then needed to go into this dark, quiet room and try to produce uh, some of them. And usually quality was not, uh, was not great. Now, like a five years old can take an iPhone and took and take incredible pictures uh, because technology got kind of simplified and, uh, and advanced. And similar with business automation, a lot of credit unions have the, the core system that is a legacy and is not built for a change. 
but there are tools like no-code uh, platforms that enable you to build a wrapper around it and engage non-technical people and move into this automation and digital future so much quicker. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I feel like when all this tech started coming out and being really big, people were really intimidated by how complicated everything is. So I think it's more important than ever that everything is, is very simplified. Correct, correct. And the things that I heard, this really great differentiation of technologies, you have to have like a, a set of technologies that kind of keeps the lights on and you probably don't want to experiment and change them. But you also need to have pro software products that will drive innovation, that are built for a change, right? And you, you can have like technologies that kind of supports your core transactions, key functions, and then there is a technology that allows you to innovate, bring innovations and do things differently by using your internal know-how and capital and, and uh, really invest into things that differentiate you across the market. So you've mentioned a no-code approach a lot. Mm -hmm. How can the no-code approach boost productivity in credit union companies? Yeah, so the uh, idea behind no-code is that we uh, develop a lot of uh, visual tools. And those tools are like, think about them as Lego blocks, right? So you give those Lego blocks to someone who understands what they want to get in the end, and they would take those Lego blocks and assemble them into needed application. Right. And with that in mind, you can you completely change the way how those applications are being deployed. Like, for example, I'm trying to automate customer onboarding and member onboarding in this case. And I know that specifically this year, lots of credit unions and banks are focused on deposit onboardings or other top, top types of onboardings. And you take available components in a no code platform and you create this onboarding experience that help your customer to get onboarded with within minutes, right? Really, really simple, in, in a simplified way. And then you uh, use connectors to uh, connect to your core system to push data and to exchange this data at that, po at that kind of point uh, where it's needed. And this is it, and you're ready to deploy it. And of course, you need to have a governance process, so your IT security and other governmental bodies need to sign off on this to make sure that everything's being built according to needed standards. But this is a great example how you can take a business goal and get it deployed in days, sometimes in weeks, but certainly not months and years, right? Because I think there are, there are lots of bad experience when banks and credit unions are thinking about deploying a new technology and they think about this taking years for them to, to get it done, right? I uh, remember having an argument with uh, like positive and, and uh, a friendly discussion, not an argument, with one of execs at Credit Union. They felt like deploying a project in three months is very aggressive. And their internal expectation was one year. And I was kind of, you know, try to, I was trying to explain this, this new era, like in, in, in the 12 months, everything will be changed. You know, like we, we will probably will be dealing with different trends and different uh, expectations. So to, to a moment when we expect to uh, this product to go live, probably a need will be already different, right? So we have to do it differently. We have to engage different type of technology and approach it from a different angle to achieve different results. And could you share some of these transformation stories that you've seen and uh, what were some takeaways from each scenario and what were the specific challenges a company faced? Yeah, so again, you know, we every quarter we probably start working with five to 10 new credit unions and regional banks. So there is lots of lots of appetite. And we also participate in a lot of different events trying to evangelize 
the idea of no code. And uh, specifically, we love uh, going to Q&A events. They're super productive. And we, we work with a lot of prominent credit unions. One of my favorite stories is with Ant uh, Credit Union. They are a number 25 or 26 in the, in the country list with nine plus billion in, in assets. And they automated a lot of different workloads and created a lot of different applications to, to really deploy it in different functions from indirect member onboarding to customer center to crossing up sales recommendations based on uh, customer preferences to direct onboarding that lots of apps that, um, that have been built. And the entire team that manages a deployment for 2,000 users is only four people, right? So four people within a smaller uh, kind of setting controls a really business critical deployment that uh, covers a lot of a lot of different aspects. And with the help of Croatia, they were able to consolidate all of those processes and workloads under one roof. Because before Croatia, it would be really difficult for them. They would need to buy lots of those apps and try to kind of integrate them together and ended up with kind of app proliferation problem. When there are too many of those apps, users get confused, um, those kind of things. So really proud of that uh, experience. We uh, we actually head into one of, uh, of, of our conferences next week where we will be presenting this use case on a stage with a customer. And it's always great to have, you know, uh, not us telling the story, but uh, other successful credit unions sharing the experience and confirming that this is real. You can do that. Of course, it takes a little bit of enablement. Uh, it takes a little bit of kind of skill set building. But after that, you can really excel and uh supercharge your growth and supercharge the speed in which you can deliver results to your credit union. And what is the importance of training non-tech staff and using no-code platforms and how can this be beneficial for credit unions? You know, uh, I think the importance is to increase capacity, um, allow more people to help themselves uh, rather than just wait until IT will find a window in their overcrowded backlog to help you, right? So I think that if you're empowered, if you have an access to technologies that allows you to achieve your goals, why would you wait and why would you be at uh, someone else's mercy to, to, to influence your results? So I think that uh, there are lots of benefits. The benefits for the companies to uh, really accelerate digital transformation and really to, to utilize the secret sauce and be able to compete with larger players as we started to discuss in the beginning of the conversation really be able to compete with those larger players, but not just throwing more money and people uh, as a problem, but by doing things in a different way. And then for employees, uh, they feel much more empowered and much more aligned because I, I don't need to kind of explain that in a document and wait until the system is being configured. I can come in and do it for myself. Uh, so I think that employees are getting happier and the company gets better results. And that, that results in members having better experiences because if... A company has this slick digital workflow. You come in, you get immediately identified, they understand what's your problem, they solve this problem, and digital solutions help you to identify and solve this problem, not only relationships, then members feel much more comfortable. And also they deal with employees that can see all this information in one screen, not in 700 different screens, when they need to go, go and navigate and click through and then forget, forget what they were doing. I think that members, employees, and uh, the credit union itself are getting only benefits. And could you elaborate on the idea of collaborative workflow automation and its role in developing business applications? And can you provide an example of a collaborative mm -hmm. workflow? 
So collaborative workflow is when we combine technical and non-technical people into solving more complex uh, automation problem, right? For example, you're doing some uh, specific workflow and let's take member onboarding. And this member onboarding process has some integration points that require IT help. And collaborative workflow design and when you have business people and IT people working together as one team to deploy the solution, right? And we call it fusion teams. Uh, we actually even wrote a book about this collaborative development. It's called No Code Playbook, where you can combine those multidisciplinary teams and allow people to collaborate and achieve results together. We see a lot of those in credit union space that adopted no code approach because when you get appetite, you probably deployed a first few apps that are on a simpler kind of type. But then when you start solving really complex enterprise level problems, that's where you need to have a team that represents different skill sets and can solve different problems. And we feel like this collaborative development approach really, really helps to propel results for credit unions and banks. What effect does the rapid delivery of digital solutions have on credit unions and their members? They can do more and they can do, do it quicker. So they can deploy more apps, they can automate more workflows in less time. And I think that the ultimate goal is to make members happy. You know, you're call, you being a member, you're calling to their contact center or they're go, going and visit them in the branch. You see that it's a modern credit union that understands technology. Or, for example, a lot of credit unions, they started to hire more of kind of generation that and, and kind of younger generations, and the workforce structure is changing. And those people do expect slick and easy technology to work with. But when you show them, you know, this kind of decades-aged technology that uh, really does everything but not helping you to achieve your goal and, and provide your uh, member with a better experience, they can get easily frustrated, right? And they kind of grew up in this Facebook type of experience. So I think that the, uh, the ultimate goal is to make sure that members are happy, employees are happy, and uh, credit union can grow and compete aggressively with uh, those other players so that they can go into this growth mode with the help of technology. Because as we discussed, technology plays now very significant role in the credit union's ability to succeed and compete on this quite aggressive marketplace. So how does no-code fulfill customer expectations and how can it enhance member experience in credit unions? I already gave a little bit of examples before, but probably let me try to consolidate it. With member experience, I think that lots of members expect quick decisions and expect their credit unions to know information about them, right? So if your check got bounced, you, if you're calling or walking in, probably that's the reason why you're approaching them. Or for example, if there is some open issue, and you want to give it a call, you don't want to explain yourself five times to five different people uh, until you get to, uh, to a solution because everyone knows that their time is valuable. And uh, I think that there are lots of those stories when you just kind of go, you do those repeatable uh, tasks that really don't bring any value. I think that streamlining this experience by providing insights and data. Then secondly, helping credit union to really be proactive in, in service and in, in, in engagement, right? So there are lots of uh, tools such as Next Best Offer or Next Best Action where with the help of technology, you can identify a possible solution and get in touch with this member and provide them with a suggestion. A good example will be indirect members. Lots of, for example, car buyers are being served by credit unions without actually having those direct relationships. Credit union can proactively identify possible needs and, and expand those relationships and engage those 
members so much better. And everything related to like solving ongoing ongoing needs of this member by using data, by provide by by kind of organizing this data and providing insights to credit union employee so that they can have meaningful conversations and things that really would help them to increase the quality of those relationships. Yeah, it really seems how you describe it, no code kind of trickles down and benefits almost every aspect of from the employee to the members, it kind of just trickles down to everything and makes everything better. Yeah, I think if I, if we don't kind of connect all those dots together, uh, success could not be achieved in full, right? Because, for example, if employees are not happy, but members are happy, it will be like very difficult to kind of maintain the right balance or vice versa. If, if the company's or credit union's board and management team is not doing their goals, but everyone else is happy, it's probably not the most balanced approach. So I think that operating within this triangle and making everyone happy is the ultimate goal that we're trying to deliver to the market. Uh, why do you think the future of enterprise software is in the hands of users without coding skills? Because there is no other way to digitize the processes. Because think about this way. I'll give another number. And there are around 50 million of developers across the globe. And this population has not grown very fast. The growth rate of developer, developers globally is less than 4%. And within the next couple of years, according to multiple research studies, we need to build more than 500 million of new applications. This not to mention all the stuff that we need to maintain that we have already created. So we certainly don't just don't have enough of people. Now, the combination and, and, and the rivalry for this talent is getting insane. Like, look at salary expectations of the technical resources in California or somewhere like in, in the Northeast. Like, you cannot maintain a normal business with the traditional way of doing things. This doesn't mean that developers are not bringing values. They bring tremendous values. They are drivers of innovations, but probably want to use this most advanced resource to solve the most complex and creative tasks. And they love it. They are problem solvers. They love solving those problems. But what, uh, what about like traditional processing, other things? You can achieve that result by democratizing technology and by engaging business technologies and knowledge workers into a collaborative development process that we discussed uh, a minute ago. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. This podcast was sponsored by Creatio. To stay updated on the latest trends in the world of no-code and digital transformation, follow Creatio on social media and feel free to reach out to Creatio. They're always here to help you succeed. Until next time, keep exploring the endless possibilities of no-code and remember, your innovation journey is just a click away. Learn more at Creatio.com.